Hey there, my name is Vosh. I live stream on YouTube and Twitch, and sometimes I even upload the good bits. This is Previously Live. Guys, do you think it's time to get over slavery? Black liberals versus black conservatives? What does it mean to get over slavery? Truly a ponderous philosophical question for which I have no answer. Let's let's see let's see what these enlightened patricians have to say. Hey guys, I'm Michael. I'm Evan. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Social Distancing. After the episode, please stick around for a word from our sponsor, Skillshare. Learn how to get two months of Skillshare premium. You can't advertise off me. Obama was a representation of something important. Obama didn't do anything but an abomination to True. us, to this whole nation. True! Yo, I... <laughs> but probably not for the reason she thinks so. <laughs> you know what fucking sucks? I hate Obama and I've never been able to do like the switcheroo in a conservative where they're like, Oh, uh, you hate Trump? Uh, you fucking Obama pieces of shit ruined this. And I'm like, I hate Obama too, you know? What's the biggest? That's Anthony Brian Logan. They did it again. They did it. The they did it again. Fucking Jubilee. Uh, liberals versus conservatives. Here's three liberals. I've got my little sister, uh, uh, Jer, uh, Jill, Jill. Uh, and two college kids who here are the conservatives. My name is Dark Warrior X. I have 690,000 subs on YouTube. Cool. My name is uh, uh, Dr. Miller Carlson. I'm a conservative news host and talk show radio uh, uh, head. I have shook hands with the president and I have had professional media training. You're like, they, they do this shit all the time, dude. Every fucking time there's a debate between libs and conservatives. They, just the libs are random. Anthony Brian Logan is a huge YouTuber. And he's one of those, like, the black... He's one of those, like, the, the, the black conservative black people. You know what I mean? Um, this guy actually had a debate with Destiny. It was fucking hilarious. In it, and I shit you not, Anthony Brian Logan said that the KKK wasn't that bad because they used to give his grandma gifts. He was like, and people, you know, whatever they say about the KKK, uh, you know, that's not the whole story to them. Uh, they also, you know, would give my grandma gifts sometimes. Nah, that's him. Yeah, third of a million subscribers. Oh, I'm bigger than him on Twitter. Never mind. Looks like I'm the fucking... I'm the big boy now. Twitter is what counts, okay? Fuck off. Misconception black liberals have about you. That we are self-hating. Uh, we, we, we hate True. our mom, we hate our dad, we don't know history. We're out of touch. Well, I don't know if you hate your mom and your dad, but you sure as fuck don't know history. Much ...is that we don't have any real-world experiences. We don't really... This is the most try-hardy outfit I've ever seen. I really respect it. She has a Trump 2020 hat that's in a different color so that it matches her jacket. She has like an like an ascot American flag and a giant, this looks like a four pound cross necklace. Is this a fucking weapon? Holy shit. Yeah, this looks like a Jojo character. I want to draw this person. This looks like a fucking Jojo character. They know what we're doing. 
what is a misconception black conservative people have about you? Probably that I have no moral character. I believe in chaos and anarchy. <laughs> hey, whoa, 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 what's wrong with that? No, I believe in, I believe in the rule of law. I literally cannot comprehend the notion of anyone being American and black and having conservative views. Were you all live? Me either. That, that is truly a fascinating one, but what are you gonna do? A lot of money to be made being a conservative black person. Anthony, you know what I'm talking about. Behind the screen, behind the black mirror, you can say pretty much whatever you want, do whatever you want, but when you're right here, you gotta be a little bit more human. My name is uh, Kevin Martin. Uh, I'm a business consultant. I was born and raised in Pennsylvania. Wait, we have five people only? Are there really three conservatives and two liberals? Pennsylvania, uh, born into and raised in a conservative household, and I'm still a conservative. My name is Xavier. Uh... <laughs> what does this woman stand build the wall? Oh, that'd be fucking funny. Oh, no, shit. I want to draw that now. She's just like fucking Jojo posing or something. And then like the like the fucking it'd be Pink Floyd's the wall like that. That would be it. It like she'd be a Pink Floyd the wall. And then like it would appear and like just erect like a fortress in front. That'd be fu OK. OK. All right. We got to focus. OK, we're a political agent here, not a fucking Jojo. I'm born and raised in Los Angeles. I'm liberal. Hi, I'm Elisa. I'm definitely as far left as one can walk. And shit talking anarchy, too. You fucking poser. I'm Anthony Logan. I'm from Virginia originally. Grew up in a socially conservative household, but very politically liberal. I'm conservative now. And I'm looking forward to hearing all you guys' point of view. My name is Lady Cage Barelle. I am a conservative Republican. Really? All right. Can I get my... Really? Are you? Oh, damn. My black liberals on the left and my black conservatives on the right. Say that again. Liberals <laughs> on the left, conservatives to the right. Okay, I'm really sorry. Anyone can make an honest mistake, but the fact that they kept that in is really funny. If you agree with the prompt, you'll walk forward. If not, you'll stay back. Legit, like, why are there only two... Why are there only two, like, left-leaning black people here? Are there that few people who, like, sign up for the Jubilee shit? Well, Lib Raven, I'm not okay with anyone being a conservative, regardless of their race. Black people just have an extra reason to not be conservative. One of the libs dropped out. Oh, is that in the uh, is that in the comment section? Or a blackface and go there? Yeah, shit, I could've. Maybe they said someone dropped out at the beginning. I don't. It doesn't really matter. People need to get over slavery. Ow. Ah. 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 All right, so I guess I started off. I mean, <laughs> we all know that slavery was a terrible thing. Yes. It was an atrocity. Right. It was a human tragedy. But yes. we can't just be talking about slavery every day. It ended in 1865. This is 2020. Mm -hmm. We got to... I don't think the question was whether we should talk about it every day. I think the question was, should we get over it? Press forward. Our ancestors, they went through a lot. They died for us to be able to be here right now. Yes. And the best country on planet Earth. Yes. Take advantage.
what we have right now, right. rather than looking in the past and saying, oh, well, what was me because of slavery? Right. You know, there have been other groups of people in slavery all throughout the world. They can't just stay in that state. So people, a lot of times, they... Except usually other groups that have been kept, that had been kept in slavery for a long time and then kept as a subjugated minority afterwards are still affected by the consequences of slavery. Stay right in their place and others are being able to pass them because mentally they've moved on while others have not. Oh, I really love that. That's a really, cons it's a really common conservative talking point that it's holding black people back to still talk about slavery. That all the other, the Asian people have moved on, you know, because they were totally chattel slaves here in America. And the Hispanic people have moved on because they were totally chattel slaves here in America. But the black people, they just can't get over it. So everyone's zooming past them. I would love for them to explain what specific ways in which um, uh, acknowledging the, the effect slavery has had on the socioeconomic situation in this country holds black people back. They constantly use slavery to put them in a victim mentality. I heard that one a lot too. This is, if anyone ever uses the term victim mentality, you can safely disregard everything they have to say. It is a fact of the matter that things happen sometimes and people are victims of those same things sometimes. Slavery victimized black people and the effects of slavery have continued to affect black people in a way that makes them a victim to certain socioeconomic circumstances. It's not a victim mentality to acknowledge the existence of an imbalance. We can't- Also, the irony of a conservative bitching about victim mentality when I had to hear about the war on Christmas on Fox News for 20 fucking years of my life, or fucking white conservatives believe they are literally on the cusp of Hispanic uh, illegals overrunning America and turning it into some kind of siesta ethno state, okay? I, I don't want to hear the shit from conservatives, okay? They're fucking complaining nonstop. Remember that video that we watched from PragerU where he said that like white people are actually more discriminated against than black people? Just like nonstop. Can't accomplish this because you enslaved my ancestors. Slaves were taught English. Slaves were taught. Oh, oh no! Is this the direction we're going? How to become managers and secretaries and cooks and um, chauffeurs and uh, how to build water tanks and all sorts of things. We. Damn. Well, you heard it here, folks. Slavery wasn't that bad. They were taught how to build water tanks. They were given jobs. This is literally the they were given jobs argument. This is, this is just justifying slavery. Wait, does she even think slavery is that bad? We're here now. Look, even ABL is uncomfortable. Water. ABL is like the biggest dipshit fucking grifter in the world. Tanks and Look all at his sorts face. We, we're here now. Look, he, he's like, okay. Oh, what? he's like, okay, all right. He's, uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, this is, no, this is like Holocaust denial arguments, basically. Like, hey, I'm not saying the Holocaust wasn't bad or whatever, but like they had pools. And also like, you really think that they manufactured enough Cyclone B to gas that many people? A lot of them probably just starved because allies bombed the uh, supply lines. Like it's the exact same type of argument where you're downplaying a human atrocity um, without like trying to come off as bigoted by introducing a bunch of bad faith just so's um, into the equation. Yo, okay.
<laughs> All right. I really think- Yeah, they're like, okay, we've got to talk about this. I think, honestly, uh, colonialism didn't teach us anything because we came from a society that was living and running. So I don't think we need to get over slavery. I think we need to talk about the repercussions of it, like generational trauma, like the system that exists. Well, look, she's making a face. She doesn't like the academic terminology. It's because of Ooh. it. I don't think we should use it as a crutch. To, there you go. As for ambivalence, what? for ambivalence, or yeah, to hold yourself back, you know what I mean? I think it is a mindset as well. I think one of the most dangerous aspects of generational advancement is misinformation. I think a lot of young people, especially young men, especially young African-American men and women, often have questions about why things are the way they are. True. Why do I get treated this way? Why has my mother gone through this? Or why does my grand has my grandmother gone through this? Well, it all comes down to the repercussions of slavery. And so I think that just getting over something, I think is just absolutely ridiculous. And so when I hear people say that, yeah, this to me is like, like this would this would be like saying like we need to get over like the Revolutionary War, like oh yeah, we need to get over. Why is it that all the historical events conservatives tell us to get over are ones in which we committed genocide or acts like like a, like acts against humanity, crimes against humanity, against um like minority groups, you know? Um, it's it's really it's really interesting uh, how it always plays out that way, especially. My fellow African-American people and friends, I think it's ridiculous. Just getting over something as serious as that. Um, Wasn't this guy on the conservative side? I think just plays into the whole idea of it just didn't matter anyway. So how long do we- We've got another deep agent, boys. It's like that last one we did with the Jewish guy who said like, it pulls bad, but then actually he was like, he was like a, <sighs> It pulls good, actually. We're getting we're getting the deep state agent. We continue to harp <laughs> on it. How, how long do we continue? Forever? Well, now, think, do we do we never get over? I don't you mean educate? Well, educate is education one. is fine. That's a, no history is one thing to not get over a thing. You something as a crutch. You can't minimize you can't slavery. Who says that though? But I listened to both of you, mm -hmm. and I even thought maybe I'll stay out of this one. No. But the notion of ending the discussions on slavery they haven't begun. We just got the lynching memorial in Alabama. We just- That's true. Guys, you have no fucking idea how far away we are from, from the legacy of slavery. We're not even fucking close. People are like, oh, it's been 150 years. Okay, first of all, dipshits, all right? There was a century of apartheid after a slavery ended. That was a direct product of the slavery, okay? Your fucking grandpappies grew up in, in, as a second-class citizen in this country because of their skin color. Second of all, back during the Civil Rights Movement, all the fucking southern states started pulling together their little fucking couch pocket change, and they started started uh, uh, spending it on building civil war memorials so that the black protesters would march in the shadow of men who fought to keep them enslaved. So like the idea, we are not, there are people alive today who threw rocks at civil rights protesters. We are not, we are not even close. We are not even close to, we still, the idea of reparations like broadly is still like controversial in this fucking country, dude. It's the simplest thing in the world. We like we we kneecapped them from the start. We were we were at the fucking race, and we look at black people. We fucking kneecapped. We shot them in the fucking ankles. We ha we hamstrung them.
And then we keep, then we just get the race. We just, we, we start the race. And then 200 years later, a medic shows up and patches up their Achilles tendon and then they get to run. Nah. Generational inequality is at record highs right now. I mean, it's as bad as it has been, at least since slavery. Um, black folks still are redlined in the same neighborhoods that they were back when they were second class, second class citizens. We have not even begun to talk about slavery. Is generational trauma controversial within academia? No, it's a fact of the matter. Do you have any idea how fucking hard it is to know that you live in a country where like a large number of people think you're subhuman or a second class citizen? And to have that passed on? To, 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 to grow up as a second class citizen, you have to teach your kid, like what kind of country do you live in? I mean, you were born in a country where your skin color kept you from going to school. Like that shit passes down, you know? No, this is very much well accepted within academia. And again, I remind you that conservatives turn into fucking doomsday preppers the moment they hear wind that Obama wants to like put a fucking clips, clip maximum size on AR-15s. They, they, that's all it takes for them to lose their shit and, and fucking cram into survival bunkers with beans and, and fucking grits. That's all it takes for them. But you know, centuries of being exploited and enslaved and discriminated against because of your skin color. Yeah, sorry, magazine, not clip, my bad. Just got the African-American Smithsonian in DC. You cannot go to Germany and walk more than a mile without seeing some sort of tribute to the Holocaust, some sort of apology, some sort of marker. The United States does not acknowledge slavery in that way. We are True. beginning to discuss but we can't get over it until white folks acknowledge it. Being black should not influence a political <laughs> Wait, does this, does this lady legit have like over a- Over it until white folks acknowledge it. Being black should not influence- <laughs> Okay, I'm not with, no ableism here folks, okay? Just like, whoo, that conservative brain. Influence a political view. So, okay, listen, I just want to make it super clear that as a based anti-liberal idpole Chad leftist, I just want it to be known, I do think that your race shouldn't affect the morality of the positions that you take. Black people shouldn't be anti-racist. Everyone should be anti-racist. But let's, let's, let's see how the discourse plays out. Of course not. Yeah, being black should not really influence how you think politically, because what's good for us as black folks should be the same as everybody else. It should be from the that is true, but this is an is-ought thing. I agree that in a plain ethical sense, it should be the case that, um, it should be the case that everyone holds the same positions because the morality of them are fairly universal. However, it is also a fact of the matter that as by being black, you're going to be subject to personal experiences that might change your outlook on things. Point of view of me being an American and wanting the best for me in America. I will vote for the best person um, that is running. And so far it's been in my- With a Trump 2020 hat. My situation has been Republicans, conservative Republicans. I vote based on the issues to... that I care about and the issues that I care about stem from my personal experiences. As someone that was um, raised in a conservative household, I have different views on certain things. I have different views uh, on pro-life and pro-choice issues. I have different views on e economic issues. I have different views on, on trade and foreign policy. Is this guy like a libertarian? Is that why he's on the conservative side? Like he's like he's like libertarian pro-life, but he also, 
I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm interested. I want to see where it goes. I don't think the skin color should have anything to do with a political view. All right. I would say I definitely don't vote for candidates just because they're black. Ben Carson could never get my vote. (laughs) However, I do feel very much a part of a group. I feel like I have a shared history with black people and descendants of slaves in this country. And so I do not vote just based on what's okay for me. Um, I think people- I I just want to say, I don't think there's anything wrong with that for the same reason that I don't think there's anything wrong with like an emancipatory socialist nationalist movement, like like Scotland United or whatever, um, or the Zapatistas or something. I do think it's important to recognize in the in the Marxian dialectic, you have to recognize the agents who are engaging in antagonistic, uh, you know, dialectical struggle against one another. It's important to know that it would be wrong to simplify the social history of this country exclusively as an economic one, as as though the only conflict was between the moneyed and the non-moneyed class. When in reality, you know, there, there are other social elements to it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with recognizing your commonality with those groups in the same way that I would recognize my commonality with the proletariat. Well off as I am now, thanks to your incredible generosity. Thank you so much. Donation links at the top. Um, the fact remains nonetheless that I am not a member of the bourgeois. So, and I recognize that shared cultural, you know, history. And it's why I've said many, many times, I have more in common with an Arabian proletariat person than I do with an American wealthy, like bourgeois, I would find much more commonality um, speaking, like talking to a Thai worker than I would talking to Elon Musk. Now, of course, I don't share their language, so that's an issue. But uh, 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 in terms of our relationship to the way the system functions, that is, I think, far more powerful than like uh, like the, our, our shared nationality. People should vote for what's in the best interest um, of them. And I don't think that skin color should dictate on what your interest should be based on skin color. Did you ever vote your religious belief? Yes. Cringe! Unless you're voting for an atheist president. Am I right, my fellow logicians? Um, on abortion? Oh. Have I ever voted my religious beliefs on abortion? Yes. Yeah, I have. And what's your religious belief on, on abortion? We're not even talking about abortion. It's not <laughs> to do with this conversation. It's black. black. We have nothing to do with this conversation. The majority. <laughs> I just keep the keep the, the video abortions going. Abortions are done to the black race. Mm. Well, I'm so gonna ask you. You should. What? You say Wait, what? To the black. Have nothing to do with this conversation. The majority of abortions are done to the black race. Wait, wait. I really don't like that framing. They're not done to the black race. They're done by the black race. By black people. Does, wait, does he think like like it's a black woman with a black baby in her? And then like the oh, like a white person shows up and like fucking gats the baby inside the stomach? For like fucking like, hey, hey, hello, my name is like Deshana. I'm eight months expecting. Just fucking just perforate her and run off. No. 
The fact that black people are getting abortions means that they have a, uh, means they have a, uh, 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 the, the opportunity to get those abortions, which is good. That's a good thing. If they want to have kids, they can have kids. Well, I so, want to ask you. You should you said be interested you, in answering that question. Really quick, I want to ask you because <laughs> you said you wanted to leave slavery behind. You wanted yeah. to get over it. But I, didn't you, say, I didn't say forget it. Yeah. You said to get over it. I'm saying get over, get over it. it. Let's not forget it. What does that mean? I still say teach it. You're a Christian? Yes, I am. And where'd you, where do you think we got Looks at the Looks at the fucking four pound cross necklace. Uh, you yeah. got what? Christianity. Uh, Christianity goes all the way back to the beginning of time. So where did we learn it, though? What? Wait, is this chick like? Wait, what? Are, what is this chick social? Wait, what is she like? Uh... They didn't link the people in the chat. Does anyone know who this person is? This just like a rando, or is this a person who? Yeah, is this a psyop? Did they just like find someone on the street who was like shouting at like a a, a pack of pigeons? Not forget it. You're a Christian. And I still say teach it. You're a Christian. Yes, I am. And where do you where do you think we got that? Got what? Christianity. Uh, Christianity goes all the way back to the beginning of time. Come on, man. Even Jesus was a Jew. So where did we learn it, though? Where did we learn it? Um, well, the Egyptians had religions, the Jewish taught no, religion. No, where did we do, where you did mean the in America. diaspora? Okay. In America. You, you, your lineage, yeah. Um, slavery, right? They learned it from slavery. slavery right? Slaves yeah. also brought we religion with it, them right? when they came, so it was a mixture of everybody's religion. Yeah, but the they phone. learned... Uh... ...how to read. So what they... What they, they didn't learn how to... Do you really think the average slave knew how to read? Are you fucking kidding me? Does she really? She can't possibly believe that the that slaves were taught how to read. The only slaves who were taught how to there were states where it was illegal to teach slaves how to read. I'm pretty sure was that a national law. I'm pretty sure like for for the majority of the existence of slavery in America. Like with maybe very few exceptions, it was illegal to teach them how to read. It was national. Yeah. It was only in some states? I think it was only in some states. Yeah, yeah, okay. The only slaves who were taught how to read were the ones who were like the house Negroes who were like given like ledger management. That was it. Like that was the main reason. That was it. They were only taught how to read when it was financially beneficial to teach them how to read for the, for the slaver. That was it. Like, why do you think after the abolition of slavery, they introduced a bunch of literacy tests to vote in the South? Why do you think they did that? Because now the fucking black people know how to read. Because they were never taught. Because they were slaves. They learned how to read was the Holy Bible. Oh, they were not taught how to read the Holy Bible. And either you're going to believe the Holy we Bible or you're not. Read. We knew how to read. I believe you know how to read, read uh, what? Uh, Arabic? Uh, what? Arabic? Where does she think the slaves came from? What? What? Because it wasn't English. Oh, because it wasn't English. Okay, so it was Arabic. This is a this is a psyop. What's happening? That's my thing. I'm gonna. He can't. They don't, they don't, he doesn't even know. America now. Everybody should speak English. Whoa. <laughs> is, is, that, is, that, is that a hot take? Damn, we gotta speak English. Hey, where did, where did, where did, where did, where did,
I yeah, yeah, I think it is a little fucked up to say that in this diverse multicultural country that has had people of different languages in it for centuries that you have to speak only English. Support the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh-oh. Oh, ah, yes, our inside agent. Well, I am a public defender for 17 years. I work in the oh. criminal justice system. I see a lot of the behind the scenes when it comes to police brutality. So I'm a strong Black Lives Matter supporter. I uh, grew up in Compton. Uh, my parents were born and raised there. Uh, even as a child, when they had the uh, riots for Rodney King, we had to move to uh, Hampton. Yeah, it was something Oof. that, it was the first time I knew that it was wrong. The uh, this is like, this is, um, this is kind of a side note here, but one of the biggest miracles of modern technology is now we can actually track police brutality. That Rodney King beating, you know, the one that lit Los Angeles on fire. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, actually, really quick side story. Um, <clears throat> my parents lived in Los Angeles, uh, Los Angeles at the time. You know what took place? Just in case you guys don't know, Rodney King, he's just a black guy. He's, he was, he was out there being a guy, being black. You know how it is? Kablamo. Cops, they show up, four of them beat the shit out of them. No fucking read. Just, just fuck, fucking wallop them. Give the guy a, a firm beating, okay? Now, thankfully, and this was back in the, in, in, in the 90s, thankfully, somebody had a video camera. Back then? Like, there were no cell phone cameras. Like, you, you had to have a video camera. Like, a full, like, like this would be like a multi-thousand dollar piece of equipment. But they caught it. And that tape went viral, got real famous, and Los Angeles caught on fire. The riots, the Los Angeles riots, holy shit. My parents were in Los Angeles at the time. You know what happened? I shit you not, the National Guard got brought in. There are shots that you can find. Yeah, there are shots you can find of like, like business owners like camping on top of their like businesses with rifles like aimed down at protesters. It was fucking crazy. And they sent the National Guard in and you know what they did? They ended up sending the National Guard in to protect the nicer parts of the city rather than putting down the riot. The whole thing was mismanaged deliberately because the police chief, the, the mayor, the governor, they didn't want to like, they wanted to teach the blacks a lesson. So that when the National Guard came in, rather than putting down the riot that itself or protecting any of the businesses, I shit you not, they formed a wall around Beverly Hills. My hometown. They formed a wall around it. This was before my parents lived in Beverly Hills. At the time, they were just in LA. But they, uh, they legit, they were just like, the riot gets to happen in Los Angeles. It does not cross the line into the wealthy people. It does not. The wealthy people don't get touched by it. They built the wall, and it kept Beverly Hills property from being damaged. But the, a lot of people got hurt. A lot of people died. A lot of property damage. And uh, everyone was scapegoating it on the blacks. Like, oh, look at these. Look at these uppity Negroes. You know, you get them a little bit angry, and they burn the whole city down. Wow. Great idea giving these folks rights, right? That was the discourse back at the time. No, that was the discourse. Oh, Make fun of me. That's the discourse back at the time. You know, uh, 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 it was only a little bit after I was born um, that the Beverly Hills police chief had to resign after a controversy that came um, from him saying on the radio late one night. Um, it was something like, boys pack it in. First one to bring me an N-word. He didn't say N-word. Uh, gets a cold one on me. And there, there was a controversy about that. That was after I was born. It was like just 20 years ago. I'd sat it off that one. Cops, what are you going to do? Am I right? You're so privileged, dude. Well, nothing that I just talked about had anything to do with me. So I don't know what that, I don't know what relevance 
there is to that. Wild though, right? Way the police, how they, how they police the towns. It was the first time I got a sense of uh, injustice. I'm just interested since you identify. Boss, you admit your privilege. Is it? Is this like an actual contention? I've admitted my privilege like a million times over. I, but I grew up in a middle class household, and everything that I'm talking about happened before I was in Beverly Hills. Yeah, I wasn't murdered in a riot. Let's acknowledge my privilege. I acknowledge my privilege all the time. People sometimes try to use it as an argument against me. Yeah, there are lots of poor people in Beverly Hills. In fact, my uh, across-the-street neighbor was a, a personal friend of mine, still a friend of mine, t like 13 years ongoing, and uh, her mom was like this poor, like, Syrian woman. Like, really poor, like dishwasher, um, like, 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 could barely afford, but she lived in Beverly Hills because she wanted to give her daughter, like, really good education. There are a lot of people in Beverly Hills who are just trying to make it by. Now, it's up in Bel Air and up in the Hills section of the Hills, that um, where, where you see all the mansions and stuff. I do have gamer privilege. As conservative, I was surprised to see you come over and how that lines up with your political views or maybe just what your definition of conservative is. Since the movement started, I've been torn for far too long. We've had- uh... Oh, this guy's like really dramatic. I, I like this energy. Uh, the police, police on the right, and we've had uh, black lives, the, the African American community and the black community on the left, and it's just constantly, it's just constant fighting. Uh, and so I support the movement, um, I support the agenda, I support the mission, I just have not always supported the way that that mission uh, agenda was being carried out. I probably don't need to add much to this, uh, but I'm pro Black Lives Matter. I'm sure you, you all probably figured that one out. Not a surprise, I imagine. I agree right. with the fact that black lives do matter. I yes. think we all agree on that. That's yes. Ah, that bit, that bitch of the cross tried to justify slavery, but all right, okay, that, you know, all right, okay. And that nobody's going to deny, <laughs> but it's the tactics. I, yes. I don't like the tactics. I mean, I saw it in 2015. The this is the okay. This is like the Omega Griff that I'm talking about. Okay, this is the conservatives. This is their job. Oh yeah, sure. Um, black police brutality is bad. Uh, but taking the knee during a football game? How dare you disrespect the flag? I I've listened to so many of these fucking conservative arguments on how Black Lives Matter is bad because of disrespecting the flag. Okay, I'll let him make the arguments. Pretty great situation. Uh, also with Michael Brown. And Ferguson, Missouri, mm -hmm. you burning neighborhoods down, you're right. tearing things up. Wait, what the fuck does this have to do with Michael Brown? What? We're we're jumping we're jumping all over the place a little bit here, aren't we? Part I have burning down cities. He's doing the rhetoric. Those uppity Negroes. He's doing the rhetoric. People who will say, well. The percentage of- There have been thousands of BLM marches across this country. A few of them have gotten violent, and a lot of that violence was exacerbated by the police. It is a very, very peaceful movement. Not mind you that I have any problem if other people want to engage in targeted political violence. But uh, uh, the claim that they're like this violent movement that's burning cities down is, is not true. Blacks that are being Blacks. killed is- Hi. And I said, where'd you get that from? Well, we see it on TV all the time. But the ones who are not shown on television is in a much higher bracket of being shot quicker what? than a black man would.
What? Wait, is she saying there's some ethnic group that's being shot at a higher rate that black man that people aren't videotaping? And that's shown with FBI statistics. Black Lives Matter as a- I've, I've seen the FBI statistics. What are we talking about? An organization is about peaceful protest and is about bringing awareness. There's no Black Lives Matter organizer who's ever looted a CVS. There's no Black Lives Matter organizer who has ever advocated for violence. So in terms of saying, look, I see somebody black on the TV who is upset about the murder of a young black male, that's not the same as saying Black Lives Matter is therefore responsible. Likewise, I'm not sure which FBI statistics, but African- Yeah, me either. I'm really curious about what other hidden racial group is being shot by police faster than black men. American men are definitely the most killed by police. It's a very specific statistic. Police aren't killing white folks like that. We can't just leave it there and say, well, we're being killed more, therefore it's a problem with race. Why are we being killed more by the police? It hmm. <sighs> Hello, my name is ABL. Despite making up only 13% of the population, there's a, I'm just reading from Wikipedia here. Despite only making up 13% of the population, we commit 50% of the violent crime. So maybe we do deserve to get shot. Thank you, ABL. Because we're over-policed. There's that? more police in our community. What does that mean? It means that the ratio, the number of police, at any given time where I live, I am going to see police officers every hour. I'm going to see patrol vehicles in a way that I don't see when I'm in predominantly white neighborhoods. True. Hey, go. Hey, drive around Los Angeles sometime, folks. You want you want a little fucking uh, 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 driving game? You know how many in Beverly Hills? You know how many cop cars there are? There are none. There are no police vehicles in Beverly Hills. Now, if something happens, they'll come to you, of course, but they aren't ever patrolling. Why would they? But if you go down to East LA or Koreatown, those motherfuckers are out on every block. And the problem is this contributes to a cyclical system of disproportionate policing. Think about it. So poor folk tend to commit more crime. That's universal. More black people are poor. Racism. What are you going to do? So more crime gets committed in East LA than in Beverly Hills. So a police chief thinks, okay, well, my job is to fight crime. What if I send more cop cars over to East LA than I do over to Beverly Hills? I'm oversimplifying it, of course, but this is basically how it works. Um, what if we sent more cop cars over to where more crime happens? That way we get to catch more crime. That makes sense. Well, the issue is the more police officers you have there, the more crimes you're going to detect, which means that you're going to see a higher proportional increase in crime committed in that area, and you'll find that crime will actually go up, not down, if you over-police areas that commit more crimes. Not to mention, the more folks that you arrest in a poor area, more black folk you arrest, um, that's taking, usually, fathers away from children, children who grow up without their fathers, lesser economic opportunity, greater chance of committing crime themselves, and kablamo. You end up feeding into a system. The intuitive logic is to over-police areas that commit more crime, but the actual best way to prevent crime is to not do that. Economically invest in those areas, police them at the same rate of other areas. That's simple, okay? 
two cop cars in these blocks, two cop cars in those blocks. Maybe this block can get a subsidy or a grant or a business investment or something like that. Yeah, the only time cops ever show up in white neighborhoods is when you fucking roll over a stop sign a little too fast or run a red light. Beverly Hills just is just nothing but fucking red light cameras. Legit question, if arresting fathers destroys family, should we just ignore some crime? No, we shouldn't ignore crime. If crime's committed, and if that crime's detected, it should be treated appropriately. However, we have to recognize that over-policing will lead to a disproportionate disparity in those communities that will only further the problem long-term. That's an issue. What we should instead do is work on economic restitution, fixing that area, you know? Working to um, maybe not send as many police officers over. What if we sent more garbage um, collection agencies over? What if we sent some street cleaners over? Do you have any idea how shitty fucking the streets in East LA are? Maybe make the streets a little bit cleaner. Don't kick up the homeless camps or nothing, but maybe make it a little nicer to walk around, you know? Um, maybe uh, try to uh, have a different type of police engagement with those communities. Have people on the ground, have cops, maybe in pairs or in trios, uh, actually walking around neighborhoods, you know? Um, there's a huge difference between having cops patrol on foot and cops patrol in cars. When you're on foot, you're a human being. You can be talked to, you can speak to them. There's a human engagement. When cops, yeah, have cops be from the community. Exactly, Hyena, good one. Cops who are familiar with the socioeconomic and the cultural uh, 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 peculiarities of that particular area. Yeah, having community police relations. If Hey, how much of a community police relation can you really build if the cops are all just these terrifying arbiters of the state that peek at you through tinted fucking police car windows? That's not great. You want to have folks trust the police, but they can't trust the police until the police do something for the community that isn't just stealing fucking parents away. Statistically, and this is actually my line of research, black youth are seen as four to five years older. We're seen as scary. We're seen as intimidating. So that's why you see situations like Tamir Rice. You see- That's true. Have you ever been, have you ever been hitting up the town with a black girl or something, like a friend in like high school or something, and she has her sister with her and people will treat her like she's a mom. That happens so often. I know so many fucking black siblings where the older one of them got, got referred to as a parent of the younger one rather than the, rather than the, the sibling. Like there'll be like a 16 year old girl with an 11 year old girl and the teller will like, you and your daughter, you know, like it's really weird. Like, do they just think black people look older? Like, I don't, I don't get it. I, I get it, like, black don't crack, you know, if black people are 50, sometimes they look 30, like, sure, but at the younger end of things, I really feel like a black 11-year-old and a white 11-year-old look pretty 11. <laughs> the police reacting quickly with lethal force he had a, because... Yeah, look like it was real, though, you know. He was, but there was no one there. Let's say what? he had, yeah, because... Look like it was real, though, you know. He was, but there was no what? lethal force... Yeah, because look like it was real though, you know. Oh, he had a fake gun. Okay, he said I, he had a gun. Looks like it was real though. He was, but there was no one there. Let's say he had a real gun. Why couldn't the police say stop? He was killed in less than fifteen seconds. A twelve-year-old yeah. boy. But he was pointing a gun with at a BB people. gun. No, he was like not. A, like when I had a BB gun when I was that age, and it looked real too. And you know, my parents told me. Do not go outside with that. And I'm in the all black. Not an excuse to be executed by the state as a fucking 10 year old because you're holding. I'm pretty sure that kid, that kid was not, 
Yeah, yeah, like that kid, that kid didn't fucking point a gun at the police. He had a, he had a BB gun. He was called in by some, the police were called in and they gunned him down from the car. Literally justifying killing a child. Do not go outside with that and point it at people because it looked real. And why do you think they did, why do you think they did that? Hopefully because they recognize that as a boy. We never apply this logic anywhere else. My parents told me to not fucking cross the street until looking both ways. If a kid ended up wandering out in the street and getting hit by a driver and the driver fucking drove off and it was a hit and run, this motherfucker, nobody else would be like, well, I was taught to look both ways before crossing the street. So, I mean, my mama taught me better. Maybe he should have been more careful next time. Absolutely not. But the people, it would have been treated as what it is. A horrible mistake, a tragedy and a misfortune exacerbated by the care carelessness of the driver. But nope, because it's a fucking black kid, they're a wholly responsible independent agent and there's no one to blame but themselves when they're executed by the state. Black boy, you're gonna be targeted. We could do a whole podcast on that one right there. I mean, I wanted to, I wanted to go in. Shut up. Barack Obama did good things for black Americans. <laughs> I, I wouldn't walk forward on this one. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't walk forward on this one. Now that's the, that's the, oh yeah? No, I think he's just coming over. Obama didn't do much for black Americans huh? or for Americans in general. But what he did do was one very important thing that I got to give him credit for. He resigned. And that was to say that you can be black and be the president of the United States. This whole excuse of, well, I can't do anything because I'm black and slavery, uh-uh. Ah, I see. He likes Obama because a black man became president. That means there's no more, it proved that there's no more institutional discrimination. He really brought it back around too. We were thinking like, how could this conservative possibly interpret any r good racial like pr product from the Obama presidency? But that that's it. Now, see, there's been a black president. See, now you have nothing to complain about. Racism is no more. I'm not trying to hear it no more. You had the first black president, the black wife, the black kids, all that good stuff for two terms. Not once, it wasn't a fluke. Two terms. No, they didn't even, other people's response. Okay, wait here. Obama has done more damage to the African-American race than any of the other presidents. Including Andrew Jackson, or, you know, the ones who own slaves. When I make this a YouTube video, it's gonna have her fucking face on the front of it, and it's gonna say something about how she's pro-slavery, okay? This woman is too much. He, he came into the presidency lying. He lying. lied to our faces to get elected. Then once in, about? he disavowed. He just forgot about the blacks, what first of all. What did he lie about? All of us. Obama what did he forget about? What the fuck are we talking about? Obama didn't do anything but an abomination to us, to this whole nation. Yo, I... <laughs> Yo, this bitch is crazy. Yeah, me too, buddy. Hey, me too. <laughs> I mean, I, I agree with what you said. You know, he did a lot of damage. And the, the main thing that I remember from his term was when he had Black Lives Matter in the White House while Whoa. Ferguson was happening, while it was happening. Hey, you guys are doing a great job out there. Whoa. You guys are doing fantastic. Didn't say, hey, tone down the rhetoric a little bit maybe because you got some problems. Nope, you guys are doing a great job. Keep on going. So that's not, that's not even close to what happened, but okay.
what did it did, like Obama like gave a thumbs up? He's like, yeah, Ferguson's doing great. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Obama was a representation of something important, but also I think the whole thing is a big puppet show, mm. and you know I wasn't really Amen, sure. Amen, brother. I was. I'm not. I'm never really sure what's going on behind the scenes, so we don't know what kind of deals are being made. Mm -hmm. I do think that there was people that benefited from some policies uh, that Obama put in place, and I also believe. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's really funny. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, this woman's like JLP. This is legit like JLP tier stuff. This is really funny. Look at it. <laughs> I don't, what is this? Guys, you interpret. Is this face like she's right, but she's dumb? Or is it like, goddamn, she's too much even for me? What, what, what do you, th what do you think? Is it one or two? What do you think? I don't, because I don't know. I, because he looks kind of like he's cringing a little bit. I believe that there <laughs> were um, people that. did not benefit. And so I think that there are obviously good things about the Obama presidency and there's things that right. I disagree with with the Obama presidency. We gotta educate you, young brother. <laughs> educate me? Yes. Did you go to college? Yes. Where'd you go? Southern University in Pepperdine. What'd you study? Political science, civil enforcement, social studies. I mean... No way! There's no way! American education isn't that bad. There's no way. What social studies is I teach in social science, masters. What? You don't have a masters! What are you talking about? You can study something completely disregard it. I'm not just saying she disagrees with the material, I'm saying she's not smart enough to get a fucking degree. It shows. <laughs> Okay. I'm so glad I'm watching this one. The black community should accept LGBTQ plus rights. I'm ready. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah, and you, yeah, you're coming over. I am not only a philosophical conservative, um, but I'm also a religious conservative, and I believe that. God made everyone in his image. And I also believe that we as Christians aren't people to judge. And so who are we or who is anyone to deny someone their rights um, as a person based off of what their sexual orientation is? You heard it here, folks. God is trans, all right? Uh, I mean, like, as religious justification for political beliefs is always cringe to me, but if they're going to end up at a good conclusion like this, then whatever. Or how they identify or the lifestyle that they choose to live. You know, I'm a part of the LGBT community. I'm transgender, so I was born female. Yeah, wait! Were you the guy in the last Jubilee video? Wait, is this the same guy? Oh, it is! Yeah, yeah, okay! I kind of thought it was, but I didn't want to be accused of saying all black people look the same in case I was wrong, so I just put my tongue. Goddamn right.
Yeah, Xavier the King. Now, is that now? There can be more than one black trans man. Boss. Shut the fuck up. And now. Um, yeah, it was an interesting road, even getting my family to understand, you know, who I was at times. So I think it was like they didn't want me, for lack of better terms, uh, to have another cross to bear, which was what they felt like it was another uh, burden or a condition that would make me less than. But really, intrinsically, like, we're all worthy. Hey, bring, bring it in, bring it in. Let's hear it. Okay, human rights is one thing. Sexual rights is a whole nother thing. Interesting, that's an opener. The majority of the black community are religious. When it goes against their belief- Wait a second. Didn't this woman just say that being black shouldn't affect your politics and now she's arguing that because you're black you shouldn't support LGBT rights? Hmm. Hmm. Maybe you shouldn't support, maybe you shouldn't let your blackness determine your politics when you're voting for who will or will not treat you like a human, but when it comes to letting gay people in, that's when you should, that's when you really let your, your inner black out. Beliefs? Yeah, no, it shouldn't happen. And Why? gluttony Why? is part of the human race. People glutton too much. And the LBDBTXYZ, whatever. She's Jesse Lee Peterson. This is just Jesse Lee Peterson. They're gluttoned. All right, now my, my viewpoint on the thing about uh, LGBT rights. Also, I like that argument there. Uh, her two arguments were black people are religious, so you shouldn't be gay, even though gay acceptance is above 50% for black people. And also I earlier said that you shouldn't determine your politics based on your race. And her second argument was you shouldn't be gay because it's you're having too much fun. That's what it means to be a glutton, you know, when it comes to sex. Like, that's the argument. Like, you know, the the, the Chad fornicator versus the, the, the virgin chaste, well, virgin. Right. What are we talking about exactly? I want to be very specific with this particular thing because when I hear that, I'm thinking about Dwayne Wade's son. He's 12 years old. Dwayne Wade's... 12-year-old came out as a trans girl and changed her name to Zaya. Based? Also, notice, by the way, this is actually a really, really interesting little study. Because when we talk about LGBT rights, there are very obvious, simple questions on this one. Do you think gay people should be able to marry? Do you think gay people should be able to adopt? Do you think it's wrong to be gay? Like, these are very simple. This is what affects most people. But ABL who has to come off as anti-LGBT without actually looking like a bigot, because that's his grift, has to say, well, when I think about LGBT, I think of this one 12-year-old trans girl who's the daughter to a famous person. That's what I think of. I'll completely sidestep the entire conversation so I can pretend that all of LGBT uh, like rights issues are oriented around the, this one person, you know? So, do you think a 12-year-old boy should be able to call himself transgender? Is that no. what we're going to do? Do we think that we should have... I like the little thing at the bottom. She is supported by her family in her decision to come out. Damn. Four- and five-year-old children on puberty blockers, hormone blockers, No, because... nobody who's four or five is on puberty blockers. Shut the fuck up. Literally no... Every time I hear this number, it goes lower, dude. You would get put on puberty blockers before puberty. You're usually like between nine and 11, 
okay? That's usually when you get put on puberty blockers with the consultation of a doctor that is specifically trained in endocrinology and trans issues, okay? If you don't just fucking pop pills you can get at your local 7-Eleven, okay? Nobody fucking puts people on at four to five. I'm gonna hear what, I'm gonna be arguing with somebody one day and they're gonna be like, I just think it's wrong to inject puberty blockers into the womb of expectant mother so they come out and agendered abomination or something. Like, like, every time it gets lower. Oh yeah, true. Okay, wait, I should clarify. If you're five years old and you're going through puberty, there might actually be a medical reason to be put on puberty blockers. I'll clarify that. If you're five and you've got a big, fat, fucking hairy dick and like hair on your chest or something, I feel like a doctor might like want to step in and think like, okay, endocrinologically, something here has gone wrong. Let's 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 get you on some puberty blockers, okay? They think at that age they're transgender. You can't even get a tattoo under the age of 18. You can't. Damn, you can determine your identity as a kid, but not get a permanent cosmetic, uh, uh, like, uh, you know, um, accessory. Damn. Oh, cigarettes, you can't drink beer. Damn, you can't take illicit substances that have been proven to affect the development of the brain in a negative way, but you can make decisions about your identity. Wow. I mean, when you. When you, when you point out the fact they're completely different things, it, it almost sounds reasonable. If somebody wants to be gay, trans, whatever, as an adult, that's fine. My, my uncle, my favorite uncle, mm -hmm. died of AIDS, was gay. That was my dog, 100%. If you gay, that's your business. I don't care. That's you. That's not me. That's you. <laughs> We're talking about... Look at him. He's, he's like, oh, God. He, th th this guy's been on Jubilee plenty of times, the, the Xavier guy. I know he's here for it, but like, he's, he's like, oh, the cringe. For LGBT rights. What do we mean? I mean, I think it's the right to exist. Dwayne Wade's daughter knows exactly who she is. And She's 12. And she doesn't. Right. And Dude, 12-year-olds know when they're fucking cis and straight. Nobody makes this argument. If there's a, if you had a fucking assigned male at birth fucking boy, and the 12-year-old's like, I'm a boy, I want to get some boy clothes or something, you wouldn't be like, uh, I'm sorry, you're 12. You'll be put in gender-neutral clothing until you're 18 years old. Nobody says this about straight people. Fucking 12-year-old is like, hey, I think I like boobies. And the parent is like, um... I don't think it's natural for a 12-year-old. All of these, these, these highly fallacious, uh, fallacious presuppositions rely on the idea that like being straight and cis is the natural default, which cannot be questioned, and being trans or not straight um, are, are like these aberrant things that need to be quadruple checked before they can um, be accepted as legitimate. And there's definitely research that says that, you know, anybody under 25 years old, that your brain is not fully formed. True! My girlfriend's 24. You fucking bop him. What, what even are you? What's your name? Hyena. That is my real name. Thing is, I knew... Yeah, I'm a pedo. That's the real age of consent right there. 26-year-old me and 24-year-old partner. Ooh. It's like I'm... Their, their, their malleable brain is just too soup-like. I can just play with it. Like like a, like a fucking a cele a, a, a cerebral fornicator. I can just dig my hands into the meaty brain juice and, and, and manipulate them in any way I so please. Why are we letting... Excuse me. Why are we letting our straight cisgender 24-year-old boys determine their gender. Why are we letting this happen? 
when I was small, right? As soon as I could talk, I was pretty much telling my parents, like, these were the things that I was feeling and what I knew about myself. You know, when you start to- A lot of people who have dysphoria end up learning it, like, really early. Like, there are some trans people who don't realize till later in life, but in my experience, a the later a trans person discovers they're trans, the more likely it is that they don't have like a, a tremendous sense of dysphoria. Whereas if it hits you much earlier, it feels like it's always dysphoric. But that, that's just my personal experience. I don't have like hard data on that. But I do know there are trans people who they're like four or five and they have like the, the, the brain, the brain badumps, you know? You know what I'm talking about with the brain badumps. To self. My experience with trans, not like my friends. People, things I've heard. Actualize, you start that at that age. You start at the Speak up, though. Ages. So if you look at, like, psychosomatics of children, they start to voice and self-actualize in toddler stages. We're just saying, opening it up, if they're voicing themselves, okay, you're voicing yourself, and as a parent, I just give you a platform to flourish and bloom as you do, and then when you're an adult, if that's the decision the parent wants to make, you can do what you want, sure. That's yeah, I just want to make this clear. Like, I'm really pro-trans. I don't support sexual reassignment surgery until 18, um, until until they're an adult, you know? Um, the reason why I'm okay with puberty blockers before 18 is because puberty blockers are reversible. Puberty blockers um, don't, like, if you take puberty blockers from 11 to 13, you're not going to go through puberty. You stop taking them, you go through puberty. Maybe you'll be a little shorter, maybe. Maybe you'll have a little bit less bone density. It seems like these are overall really, really well-tested very, very um, uh, reliable medications. Yeah, yeah, and earlier, like, this person said a 12-year-old is old enough to be treated like an adult when getting shot by the police. So yeah, this person is hardly speaking from a consistent ground when it comes to treating young people as adults. Bosh, what about titty skittles under 18? Um, uh, yeah, maybe with, like, a lot of doctoral supervision, because even that is reversible. Um, to an extent, it's not about getting all the trans stuff going on done before 18. It's about making sure a, tra a potentially trans person does not have a childhood that's going to fuck them up later in life, okay? So let, wait, just really quickly. I've said this a lot before, but this is very, very important to me, okay? Because I really believe in freedom and self-actualization. And sometimes there are types of freedom that we can only attain if we act early, okay? For example, if you have a debilitative condition that if not treated properly leads to you being in a handy, like a chair, like a, a, a wheelchair or something, you need to get that shit treated early because otherwise you're passing off, you're, you're trading off future freedom um, for, for like accessibility now. Um, and the trans issue is very, very much related to this. What is self-actualization? Being able to live your life in a fulfilling way that, that it, 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 it is an expression of how you want to live your life. Um, it's a, like a, a form of authenticity. <clears throat> so the way this works, like really fundamentally is if you're a trans kid, let's say, let's say we, we, we have a kid. Oh, we don't know they're trans. Okay. They're 12 years old. They feel dysphoric. They've talked with a doctor. They've talked with their parents. The doctor's consulted with the parents. Now we have the doctor saying, Hey, maybe you can take puberty blockers. You know, you're just about to hit puberty. Maybe we can take those puberty blockers, see how it goes. Okay. And we have 
two worlds, all right? You take these puberty blockers. Already, if a doctor prescribes you puberty blockers because you might be trans and have dysphoria, there's a really high likelihood of you being trans. The idea that the conservatives push of like 98% of people going off puberty blockers without them being actually trans is completely false. It's, it's just not. The vast majority of people who end up taking the road down to being trans, you know, um, to, 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 to medically addressing their dysphoria, um, end up being trans, you know, you, like they have a high bar before you can get this going. But let's say you take it, okay? You're, you're, you're assigned male at birth, you're 12, you start taking puberty blockers because you don't want to have a male puberty, you know? Now, we wait three years, three years down the line, okay? Two options, either A, you realize, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely trans, okay? Like for real, okay, I'm super trans, all right? Get me them titty skittles. Or B, I'm not trans, this was all a mistake. Here's what happens, okay? If you aren't actually trans, you get off puberty blockers, you get puberty late. That's it. Maybe some bone issues, low likelihood, low severity, seems to be totally fine. Maybe you're an inch shorter, whatever, okay? That's it, it's that simple. Puberty blockers have been used for decades on cisgender people for a wide variety of endocrineal disorders, correct. Um, let's say you are trans, actually. Those puberty blockers have saved you a lot of trouble because as it turns out, if you're a trans woman and you're 15 years old, it is way easier to get the kind of body you're interested in if you never went through a male puberty to begin with. Male puberty and all the androgen sensitivity and testosterone that runs through you makes you hairy as shit, uh, 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 pushes out your bones, um, just shapes you physiologically into what we would expect like a man to look like, you know? We can skip all of that. And in doing so, we significantly decrease the suicidality and the depression and anxiety rates of these people. In fact, puberty blockers are so effective at, um, at um, uh, 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 keeping you from experiencing male puberty and experiencing a female puberty instead when you go in your titty skittles or whatever, that a trans woman who never experienced male puberty would for all intents and purposes be physiologically um, a woman when it comes to sports. Sometimes that sports stuff gets a little bit dicey, like what if you were an athlete, like a male athlete at 22, and then you transition, like, yeah, you still have some benefits from your androgen sensitivity, but if you are never went through male puberty at all, you are, it, like, there's, like, in every sense, athletically, like, on par with a woman because you're a woman. Which is really cool. Right now, there's a lot of discourse and anxiety concerning trans athleticism, concerning whether or not, like, trans women can ever actually really pass. Nobody talks about trans men. I don't know why nobody talks about trans men, but keeping in line with that tendency, you know, speaking about trans women, there are a lot of these questions, and almost all of them would be addressed if we used puberty blockers more responsibly. Wouldn't that be incredible? I think that'd be incredible. Reduce suicidality, you know? And, and, and also, even if you're not trans and you're just a filthy fetishist, even if you're just a fucking chaser or something, uh, normalizing puberty blocker uh, treatment for prepubescent people who might have gender dysphoria is one step closer to the Fuda hentai. That's true. Did big, huge boobies. And a dick. It's true. It's true. It's true. The food of hentai. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's true. It's one step close, you know? And that's objectively good. I completely agree. I want 
I think there is, yeah, don't actually be a chaser. I was just being facetious. I think there is um, a lot of fun variety in having men with uh, vaginas and women with penises. Not all women who have penises want penises and vice versa, of course. I think there is fun variety there. And I feel like the likelihood of that being a healthy state of the world increases significantly if we are capable of and willing to help trans people build the bodies they want early so that the dimorphism we have sexually between genitals and appearances and body shapes and heights and everything is a dimorphism which everyone is comfortable with, including the trans people, and not something they feel is a concession or, or a substitute for what they would have wanted to have been born with. Does that make sense? I think that makes sense. That makes Gentilia a big thing? Well, no, no, no. I mean, it is a thing, but it's not hardly like an overwhelming determinate characteristic. Anyway, that's it. That's it. I rambled for a bit there. It's important. That's the decision my parents said. Did you kind of say what he said? So you kind of like on the same page with me. Like that's, somebody... this, this is what my parents did. You do what you want when you're out of the house. But the thing is, if I had the re if my parents had the resources and the education that they do now, they would have probably allowed me to, uh, they would have offered me a decision that would have helped me, you know, live my life. But you can't say that because it didn't happen. It didn't, but it could, it can now. Because we have There's those resources now. We have those resources now. You think there would have been a, yeah. What? I think my brain actually short-circuited. I, I, that actually like took me a second. But you can't say that because it didn't happen. What? You know, live my life. But you can't say that because it didn't happen. It didn't, but it could, it can now. I remember there was a philosopher who argued that one of the most essential components of humans becoming smarter over the past 200 years is our ability to engage with hypotheticals. Hypotheticals are one of the best ways we can test people's values. I've noticed a lot of conservatives have difficulty engaging with hypotheticals. They get frustrated, angry. They even think it's like a dishonest argumentative tactic. Destiny has dealt with this plenty too. They don't like engaging with hypotheticals. They don't like having their beliefs tested. They just have very simple, very childlike beliefs that they stick to. They don't have like any broader understanding. They just, they just have to hammer in on that because they don't want to have their beliefs tested. Um, it's, I think it's legitimately like the sign of like a lizard brain. Like it's, I'm not joking. I think that it's a less developed brain. We have There's those resources now. We have those resources now. You think there would have been, a, yeah, yeah. If they had the resources that they have now, definitely. All you gotta do is listen. You just listen. I have felt excluded from the black community. Oh. I hope every motherfucker here on the right walks over so I can say good. Probably the first aspect of being excluded from the black community is by the way I talk. So I was adopted uh, to a Caucasian family. I was raised around in a completely different culture than what most African-American people are raised in or around. Where the black community is saying, look, you don't believe like us, you don't think like us, you don't vote like us, and so you're not one of us. This to me is super fucking cringe. Not what this kid is saying, but the fact that that happens, okay? Listen. 
I get being, I get like f forming cultural solidarity because you're black. If you're black, if you think like another black person isn't black because they talk white or something, like fuck off with that. That's fucking cringe, okay? And it's also kind of fucking racist too. Like this guy's intonations are probably closer to what mine would be rather than like to what ABL's would be, for example. I don't think any way is necessarily better than the other. It's just a different way of speaking. But, um, but, but the idea that like, like this delegitimizes him in some way is really, really fucking cringe to me, okay? Just contend with ideas. And by the way, this this ostracization actually makes it look really fucking bad from the outside, like the black community. What do you, what do you say when there are black kids who like talk white and they and they like work really hard in school and they get called out for acting white? Like, like it's not black, like it's, like it's anti-black to study in school or it's anti-black to speak a certain way. I've seen that shit happen. It's not good. It's pretty cringe. I understand there's a sort of reflexive defense against whiteness in many black communities because they've been the victim of whiteness for so long. But I, I mean, when it's being that reflexiveness here is clearly destructive. Yeah. I felt, I felt excluded as well, you know, with the queerness, uh, transness, uh, you know, when people get to know me and learn that, then they're just like, oh yeah, oh, mm, I can't be doing all that gay shit, blah, blah, Like, you hear a lot of different stuff, you know? Being anything doesn't make you any less black. Just by being conservative, friends that I had coming up in the black community, people that I've known from just being out and around in Virginia, some of them kind of turn their back on you, or you want to support, you want to support Trump, you hate black folks, all this, that, and the third. Now I feel like some of that's kind of going away because a person like me being a black Trump supporter is less of a novelty at this particular point. Now it's kind of like a normal thing. It's not. If you look at the numbers, it's not. Um, also, this is, this is completely apropos of nothing, but Big Joel tweeted about me, like, last night or earlier today or something. I think it was last night, I don't fucking know. And somebody is, like, insisting I'm a Strasserite. Do words mean anything anymore? I'm sorry, I should be paying attention to the video. I just, my dumb, my dumb bitch alert went off, and I had to go detect the source. These people out of here. Alright, I'm paying attention, I'm here. Yeah. But we're not all the same. We know we're not a monolith. Everybody yeah. have their own, their, exactly. they, we are our own people. Yeah. We're a diverse group of people. I mean, exactly. and I play hockey. So a lot of people are like, man, black people don't do that, man. We do everything. Come on, man. Black people <laughs> do don't do everything. that. I'm like, hey, man. Black people <laughs> do everything. We, man. Do, man. So. we do it all. <laughs> I mean, I agree with that. I do think, okay, wait, here's the big cringe. Are you ready? Everyone get ready to post the, the cringe emote. I don't know what's, what its tag is, okay? You ready for it? Here's the big cringe, okay? I actually do think that sometimes there are black people who have an unironically toxic victim mentality and they reify it by trying to define what blackness is as this this completely like exclusive collection of cultural and social norms that they attack people for not holding to. This is like those you talk white or you act white. This is the the black parents who get upset when like their kids date um when their kids date like white people. Um, ooh, ooh, this is, uh, oh yeah, I mean, every group does this, Hyena. I'm not denying that. I'm just speaking to, to this group specifically and the ways in which this happens. Um, uh, there's a really big one. Oh yeah, the way, the way white women will, I'm sorry, the way black women will shit talk black men who end up with white women. And the way black men will do the same to black women. That's, that's really weird. 
um, to me. That happens a lot. I see a lot of that shit on Twitter. Black women getting real fucking mad that like their their black kings are going after white women or whatever. Um, like I just want to clarify. I don't care. I, I don't care if your great 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 grandperson was a slave or if you're a victim of systemic poverty. That's that's unironically being anti-race mixing. What the fuck is wrong with you? That, that, that this actual fucking racial uh, 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 supremacy that, like, st stop. Yeah, just stop. <laughs> don't, do, don't do that. Why would you do that? It's racism. It is racism. It is racism. Now, you can make an argument that there's some big broad, they see it as selling out. That's racism! If you think it's selling out because you're the black guy you like fell in love with a black like a white woman, like that's racism. I under I understand I understand that there's a cultural relevance to the idea that there is something problematic about the dynamic interracially between black and white people and how white people are used as social status in black communities. But I'm sorry, woke anti-race mixing is still anti-race mixing. I'm really sorry, guys. You can sociologically justify it all you want. You're still anti-race mixing, and that shit's fucked up. Don't care how fucking woke it is, dude. If I, I, I if I, listen, if I want to hear like a, it, it all leads to the same goddamn conclusions. So if I could go over to Palestine and I want to hear some Palestinian person like berating their child for like, seeing an Israeli person, actually maybe that beration would be legitimate because I feel like if a Palestinian person and an Israeli person were caught together, like the Palestinian kid would get shot or something. But here in the States, at least, like I can go over there and I can hear a spiel on how, hey, listen, you know, um, the, 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 the movement away from our community through interracial marriages and the dissolution of all culture has been a longstanding problem for hundreds of years here. You don't want to get rid of all the culture. Dude, this is just this is just woke white nationalism, except it's for black people. It's stop. I've never been outside of or excluded from my race. I'm cool with everybody in my race, and I'm cool with everybody in other races. I uh, ran for political office. I've been member of um, Park Mesa Heights Neighborhood Council. You win. I did. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I represented uh, Hyatt Park. I wanted to say something. Even though I have felt excluded before, black people in my life have been the most uh, welcoming, loving, giving people that I witness, you know, regardless of, you know, my Neat. background as well. Mm -hmm. So there's been two ends of the spectrum for sure. The reason why I came here all the way from Pennsylvania to do this is to show the world that, even, that all of us, regardless of our skin color or the way we think politically, we are so diverse. We're so diverse. Just because I identify as a conservative doesn't mean I'm agree with you or agree with you. Just because you <laughs> identify as a liberal. Just because I identify as a conservative doesn't mean I'm with these dipshits, okay? I just wanted to introduce some variety, okay? Listen, I just wanted to show you all, not all conservatives are like this. Like, okay, all right, I'll take it, you know? doesn't mean you're going to disagree with me on everything. We found ourselves agreeing with a lot today. Common ground is that ah. word. It's called middle ground. Right, right, middle yeah. ground. Yeah. Well. That's it for today. Nice meeting you all. <laughs> is it just me or did nothing get discussed in this, like, at all? I feel like this was actually one of the least substantive 
um, uh, 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 middle ground episodes we've seen yet. God bless you all. Let's do a hand for this amazing crew here that puts in all this work. You know, you guys are great. That woman was crazy. That was some wild shit. That was some crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that old woman. There's no way that woman is a master's. I'm really sorry. I don't, I don't care. I don't care if there are dumb people who've had masters. I don't care if who. Had, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way she has a master. She has to be lying. My brain cannot reconcile. I worked for my degree. You guys know that. Right? I put effort in. There's no way. I can't. I can't have it devalued like that. I just have a bachelor's too. I can't have my bachelor's degree devalued. In this way, I can't let that happen. It's too, it's too much.